right, beauties and gents, beauties and gents, welcome, welcome, welcome to the third episode of the Rise of the Kings podcast. For those who don't know, my name is Tony Wilson. Rise of the Kings is a black men guided communal development and support group. Um, I got some dope fellas here that are part of the group. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself, starting with Nico. Y'all, I'm Nico. I'm a poet, among other things, but I'm going to keep that secret right now. What's, what's up, y'all? I'm, I'm TJ. Um, I don't know what I am. I just am right now. I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. So these brothers are a part of the group. Um, Dom, or sorry, Dom, Nico is one of the founders of the Rise of the Kings movement. Uh, basically, what we've been doing over the past 13 weeks is we've been meeting um, virtually on Zoom and just going over everything regarding the state of black men and things that make the make black men grow both developmentally, um, emotionally, um, physically and spiritually a little bit less spiritually, but we go over everything from uh, relationships to self-confidence, self-sabotage, violence in the black community. We're really trying to really get to that nitty gritty and make people understand how we can really build a stronger black nation. And we're gonna start that off through black men. Today, we're gonna talk about a various amount of topics. We're gonna really get into humanity. That's been a big thing that we've talked about in our Rise to the King meetings is humanity. What we've been finding is that many black men don't feel like they're human and for various reasons, right? And we'll get into some of those, but we've realized that there's so many issues where you look at violence, right? You look at there's a black man there who does not feel his humanity. There's a black man who has never felt valued or felt worthy. So we have really been tackling those. We're also gonna get into some things with masculinity. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, Fellas, what does it mean to be human? Uh, um, well, I like to use the Oscar Wilde quote. He's like, um, art is the, the rules by which we perceive nature. So I feel like to be human is... Uh, to influence the nature around you. And that could be interpreted as art or technology or what have you, but to be human is to influence nature around you, and that can be positive or negative. Um, I guess I'll piggyback off of that. Oscar Wilde had a, we'll call it an existential definition. That's what I, that's kind of how I heard that. Um, at the very base of it, to to be human is to is to be to exist. Um, I think of uh, how our humanity was stripped from us as black men. Uh, and all we were doing was just being, you know, we were just born this way. And, and how and how those, those basic rights to be human were stripped away. So, so to, to be human is to exist in, in, this, in this plane to, to, to be fruitful and multiply, to, to, to subdue the earth, to, to exert all the powers that we were created to do. Well, I agree with that. Um, what do you think are some of the reasons that black men in general, and I mean, you can even say black women as well, have struggled with humanity or the term of humanity? Like, what are the reasons they have struggled with humanity? 
But I feel like the big key to that um, definition of being the art side of it, art being the rules by which you, you view nature. So if to, if to be human is to, is to influence nature, then it's a dehumanizing feeling to be told that you have a lesser influence on the nature around you than another person. So I feel like um, that's the, the issue where we forgot how to teach people to, to live where they understand how they influence things. I feel like when people lash out, they lash out and they say things people going to see. They want to make a statement because they want to feel like they were influenced. They don't know how, they don't know how the moment you decide, you could decide not to beat up the dude who later on cures cancer and then your daughter gets cancer and then like that same person who you decide. So you can influence the world in various ways. It's just a matter of how you determine to interpret art. Some people determine art through destruction. Some people determine it through creativity or through understanding. It just depends on the person. Hold one second. Let me hold one second. Well, let me ask you this real quick. Was it forgotten or was it stripped from us? Have I feel we- like it can only be forgotten. Um, I feel like things, things that are like your genetic birthright, energy can't be created or destroyed. So along those, like only transferred. So on those same lines, it can only be forgotten. And the reason why you say it's forgotten, because as soon as you hear hip hop, you remember. You know what I mean? So as, as soon as hip hop comes on, you remember. Like you know, like like right now, I'm, I'm gonna just plug it. Y'all go to YouTube right now and Google Tony Wilson. Uh, handle your business right now. There's a video that was out four years ago. And when you hear it, no matter what side of hip hop you are, it's something war chanting about handle your business. Like the way he's saying it. Like, and that lets you know you're human because. And that lets Tony know you should. That lets it should let him know he's human because you just influence vibrations around you to affect me the same way it affected you when you made it. And I think when, whenever you 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 find yourself in a position where you feel less than human, if you perceive it as I must have forgot, then you can target it as reminding yourself. So you say it's innate. It's just in you. Even if it was, even if we were subjugated and made to feel like we we're less than human, and all these things around us to make us feel less than human, we still already had that kind of innate in us, and it comes out in these more—I um, don't know the word I'm looking for—but these more subconscious ways. But we maybe right? Would you say absolutely forget forgetting? You say it's like a selective forgetfulness. Yeah, it's like trauma. Trauma is trauma. Um, I started um, viewing certain things as trauma or looking at things that way from being around John Lacarvey a lot because he speaks on, you know, just being aware of, of, of trauma and understanding how to how to process it and things like that. So I thought that was kind of fly. So I looked at it that way. You're, it's like the trauma around you is going to try to affect you. But your ability to interpret it in a way where you leverage, like I always talk about leverage, that's my art, that's a craft, that's like a martial art of the way I think of things. I've learned how no matter what my nature is, I'm the human. Nature depends on me to tell it what it is. You know what I mean? And, and, and when you look at it that way, 
you it, it, it has a very like moral like it, 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 there's a side of it where you you feel accountable. You feel like if if my nature around me isn't a certain way, then it might be a reflection of my state of mind. You know what I mean? So you begin to take a responsibility for it, and then you find yourself in a position where you begin to have servitude over something that that needs you to be what it is, or needs you to not be so much of yourself. You know what I mean? So it all just plays on each other. But I feel like if you ever feel like you're not human, it's because you forgot. And music and all those other ubiquitous ways we communicate, you know what I mean, reminds you of that. Well, I uh, I, um, I think to piggyback off of that, I see some of it as kind of like a, a two-sided control issue. Um, ever since uh, black people were brought to America, uh, even though that innate human thing is there, uh, there have always been power power sources that sought to control us as humans and also control what humanity for us meant. Thank you, bitches, and I'm still pissed off about that, too. I, too, say we coming for y'all little dog must ass hoes, but that's for that's for later. But yeah, you know, like it that's the only reason we ever struggle. Yeah, it's we, we were we were made to forget in a sense. You know, I I was reading uh this article uh one of my coworkers from the casino sent me. Uh it was called The Nigger Marriage and it was talking about how they would take two bro- two brothers and two sisters and put them together. And they would make them procreate. And then once they once once they succeeded, they would separate them. And whether or not whatever gender they was, they they had a they had a, a it was a psychoanalysis of what the stripping of the father would do to the behavior during the rearing of this child. It talked about how the mother would make sure that that the that the uh, that the female child would be independent and strong just like her, but would have attachment issues. And then the, the son would be strong in body, but weak and codependent. And, and, and so it just makes you see that in spite of all of the efforts currently to have a dissonance over the effects of history, folk are and 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 just see, they 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 can't handle they can't handle the guilt of of everything that they did. You know. Oh shit! Wait, let's pause. Pause. So you gonna have to edit like a little definition of dissonant because y'all are musty. Y'all missed out because y'all are a little musty. That man said dissonant. Look up dissonant and then hit us back when you put cognitive in front of that, and then tell me how that relates to racism and then get back on it. But that's what it. But go ahead, TJ. <laughs> For, for real, like the the guilt that people have in, in in dealing with the history that they perpetrated, you know, you know, you, you hear about the president talking about the left trying to rewrite history. No, y'all already rewrote it. We're just trying to tell the truth. There there has been so much that has been left out of books. You know, we 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 Lovecraft Country on Sunday talked about Tulsa from 1921. It featured all of that. And you just can't. They they drop bombs on on American people who are just trying to be well-to-do in their segregated but equal and affluent neighborhoods. And the white people came up in there and blew it up because they couldn't let us have nice things. So anytime we struggle with humanity, it's because there have always been people seeking control. 
And I know that in, in, in my grown man stage, anytime I didn't feel human, it was because I was always worried about what other people thought. Hmm. So that humanity was always through somebody else's eyes. You said something really powerful there, man. There are industries. There are industries that are controlled by the white people that honestly, like you just fucking said, throw temper tantrums, right? Think about this. Every time some shit like is really powerful and black, these motherfuckers throw a goddamn temper tantrum. You know what I mean? And the only time that we you know ever, what it is? One second, one second. Only time we ever stop feeling our worth or feeling that is because like what TJ said, we looking at it from their eyes because we not fitting into their industry. So if we can't, right. if we not fitting into our industry means then we get to thinking, okay, we can't feed our families. Oh, I'm not suitable enough to be in this. No, I think exactly what Dom said. Dom, like you, you really just, you just, you just fucked my mind up a little bit right there. Power was never lost. We conceded that power selectively because if you look at it, fashion, music, everything, your, your, even your racist favorite racist, their daughter loved them some black culture. But then they, they looked at me like, okay, let me over here and own this, this, this industry so that then, and, and, we can, and we conceded that power to them. I'm sorry, go ahead, Dom. The crazy thing about the crazy thing about the industry is the fact that naturally we are more industrious than they could ever be. That's why they have to usurp control because out of their control, our our abilities uh, trump anything that they can do. No pun intended. It, it, it supersedes that we 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 are that gifted without without any uh, suppression or way down our freed mind is more powerful than anything that they can ever do and they know that that's why control is their biggest power and that's and that's the that's their the the, the reactions that are going on right now it is it is it is white fear just, just and, and all it and all we're thinking is equality and you know, it's crazy. Things had to be unequal for them to be superior because in a perfect world where it's equal, we're probably their superior. Equality makes them scared. Like we like, like some, there was a quote from somebody said, they're lucky we're not seeking revenge. We seeking equality. You caught swollen up. This person still feel like you want your lick back. You even forgot about it because you spent so much time getting stronger. You forgot about when he hits you. Really, you're trying to forget about it. So he spends his whole time trying to convince you that you're not as strong as you are because he thinks you're worried about how he hit you. And that's how, and that's what racism is. It's like, God damn, these motherfuckers is LeBron James's. We got to make sure we keep our country. We're not, not saying that this is everybody, but. There's America the country, there's America the land, and then there's America the empire. And y'all and y'all gotta know how to tell the difference. Um, and this is gonna be something that Tony's gonna love putting in. This is an excerpt from a poem called Dope. And um Tony, let me know when when it gets towards the end of the podcast and I'm gonna let y'all hear that, but it, it breaks down it compares America to to a Kardashian in a very like interesting way. All right, I feel you. Well, let's um, man, this is this was this was heavy, man. This is heavy. Let's go into the next topic, man. I want to talk about toxic masculinity in men and in women. Um, what creates toxic masculinity in men? 
same 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 stuff same principles um uh who who we are the definitions of black manhood haven't always been ours and so when it becomes ours sometimes we don't do the work in redefining we just take what they gave us and we run with it trauma will be that and um you know there you, you know you, you hear you hear stuff just because somebody before them said it you know men aren't supposed to blank men aren't supposed to blank who said that and you know and why is it that every man has to be just as strong or as stubbornly resistant to crying as you man if something hurts and I like I, how you put that stubbornly y'all heard that yeah, get your thesaurus out, hope. My man said, stubbornly resistant. Man, get bro Shack on the phone. Stubbornly resistant to crime. You got to come to the Rise of the King group chat to know how to get out like that. That's shadow work. What's it, bitch? <laughs> you going, DJ? Nah, man, we, 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 something hurts us. Our, our best friend gets shot. Um, my mama has cancer. I lost my job. My girl left me for another nigga, and he uglier than me. Like stuff, you no know, stuff pisses you off. And you, we, 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 we're, we're made. We're, we, 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 we tell ourselves that instead of pain, we have to, we have to react. Sometimes even violently, you know. Like I, I, I was watching a Vlad TV interview last week. And you know, like, they were just, talk- I don't know, some, some things, I, just being a part of, I guess, a different growing up scheme, I, I understand how they feel, but they were talking about how if somebody came up and rolled up and shot your mother and you knew who it was, you still wouldn't, you would, instead of, instead of speaking justice, instead of speaking justice, uh, uh, legally, you will seek justice in your own hands, and you know I I, I understand it. I know, yo, yo. Well, see, I mean, I no, no. I t- I tell you what, I, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Pres- I, I understand. Look, I, I, I understand it. I, I, I really do. What you were saying. I, I, I understand it, but then it's like, but but what? I feel like I feel like that type of that type of re- reaction to it is pride. That that toxic, it, and it is something that's been prescribed to us. You know, you you respond to violence with more violence. That's savage. That's 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 what black men are. I feel like that's something that we're supposed to do. You know, that's that's kind of my my. I'm, but I understand, I understand it. You know, you don't want to get to. Some some dudes feel like you don't want to get the pigs involved because they ain't gonna handle it the way they need to be handled anyway. I understand it, but but also I feel like reacting that way was prescribed to us. I feel like we we we're capable of being better. We don't uh, we you know if we ever get through black on black violence. I mean, here's the thing: in our communities. It, it, we're gonna kill one another the most if we're killing people in the first place because we're around one another. We're not around white people. Why would we kill white people? 
because they're not here. But anyway, and so like this real quick. anyway. Well, just it's, it's, that, 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 that's all, man. I, it, it, the, the way the way masculinity has been prescribed to us in 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 in, in every corner of reacting to anything, and and so and so the, some constructs the, the way that they are now. You know, like I said, I understand it, but there's a reason for it. And you know, if we can ever improve upon that one day, it'd be best that we do it. But that's just me. so. Check this. This is what I, this is what I think he's getting at too, Nico. Is not every man is built like that to take it to that level, and not every man has the resources to take it to that level. So, if we are having this whole talk about manhood and something is done to your family you're made to feel like you're less of a man because you didn't handle it the way that other men would have. Where not every man is really built like that. And even if you're not built like that, it's not every man got a cousin or a homeboy that could go handle it that way. That's the way I'd look at it when I see it. Like where it's like, we need to be able to be like, okay, this happened to this man. He didn't go seek vengeance himself because that may not have been the kind of pedigree or cloth that he's cut from but the way he still handled it was very manly. Um, I'll just say this and I'm gonna leave it at that because I understand that talk when the niggas be talking that talk. If you pay attention to what these young men are saying in these interviews, they are telling you exactly what's up. You just gotta understand the diddy box. I'm gonna just leave it at that because I know the interviews I've talked about and if you, I'm, I'm gonna leave that alone. But um, as far as toxic masculinity goes, I feel like when was I? First, I gotta go back to when I was first breastfeeding, and it was around the time that um, it was like high school, and you 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 start to get around peer pressure. You know what I mean? Where where people, where young men are having these symbol moments, doing shit they ain't got no bit. You know how we are, we having our symbol moments. We rebellious, we going into the elephant graveyard, we doing all kind of wild shit. And you constantly trying to prove yourself. There's something in you already. There's something driving you to constantly feel like you want to measure up to your peers because you're trying to establish who's the alpha. That's in your nature. Like, that's not something to, to run away from. That is exactly what's going on. You reach puberty, your 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 freaking instincts kick in and you start wanting to beat your chest about what you're about. How it is. But the toxic part comes in on how society has conditioned us in terms of the way we, we understand sex and the way we understand things of that nature. We 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 we've taken the woman's body and turned it into a, like a like a product and an object to where um it's all about like you get brushed into masculinity being told by people you idolize that the whole world is about getting money fuck bitches and as long as you can have stories about how many women you fuck you a man so as long but you're getting you you're getting kudos from who you want your peers to be so in your mind you the man and that whole time you traumatizing a woman over and over and over and over again. And then you start meeting women just like the ones you traumatize and you start thinking women are crazy. No, they just met enough people like you that where they already know you and they're already mad. They pull you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? So 
so toxic masculinity is, is is rooted in our inability to 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 control our to control ourselves sexually. Like it's really weird. Like a lot of it is just overused testosterone that that's just used. To, hey, we really understood the way women are placed. There's a reason why the dude that made the Marvel shit when he did Black Man's Nightmare. I mean, not Black Man's Nightmare. When he did Black Panther. Pardon me. I've been doing poems all night. When he did Black Panther, the women were the warriors. You know, it was like a lady. She was almost like the general. But she had the bald head. You know what I mean? I got Queen Amina, like, stuff on me now. Like, like that was a representation of a time where women were were, were, were really viewed by, by not only, by the only, it was like they, they were reviewed by their humanity or when you, when you understand and respect a person's influence, then you understand their human side. You can't, you can't choke a black man to death if you really respected his influence. He had children that he had to influence. You know, when we mourn a person, we mourn their influence. You know what I mean? Like, and we remember, remember them because we go back and try to dig out their influence from our thoughts. But toxic masculinity literally comes from our inability to control our penis. And in our own community, black community-wise, is because fathers, bruh, I'm going to say this. As soon as you find out you have a child, it don't matter who you have been prior to, that is like a baptism. Like, as soon as you have a child, you literally can turn yourself into a superhero. Like, my, my son doesn't need... Like, I appreciate Black Panther the movie, but my son doesn't need a superhero because once he, you know, inherits, you know, the things that his father has worked hard for him for, you know what I mean? Like, I've created a, a something for him to see and be proud of, you know? So we don't focus on manhood by the positive things we can pass down because we don't even view sex from a procreation standpoint. You know what I mean? We, don't, we, we, we view it by smashing. Like, sex is how we cope with depression. Like, we don't even know if you could run out of sperm. Like, what if, what if, what if, what if that was the rule? What if you only had 50 humps? <laughs> like, we'll be out here killing ourselves because we would hump ourselves out of sperm. Guess what? We would deplete the bank real early. I, I feel you, Dom. I feel you on that, but I do, I also think it's a little more than that because with toxic masculinity, I'm learning, I'm looking at that there is a level of emotional immaturity that's being displayed in this toxic masculinity, right? It's when you're not getting the, the, the response that you want from a person, whether it's a man or a woman, you're not getting a response. And then there's almost that temper tantrum that you're throwing um, or digging deep into this need more to control something to try to get your actual outcome. So, I mean, can y'all talk about- Oh, you mean that side part too? Yeah, yeah, shit. The word I have for it is peacock. Oh, yeah. I, okay, so um, that's that's the prize here, and that to me that goes back to, to me. I guess I, I intertwine peer pressure into that because most like you know you know how many murders happen because somebody felt played, just off feeling played, like off feeling just off that alone. Like so, it, it's like so. That, that, that is a level of, of emotional immaturity. And I think when people hear the word immaturity, when we don't understand, that's why it's important to pay attention to school kids. When you don't understand vocabulary words, you'll become offended just because you don't understand the second or third meaning of the words you hear. You hear immature and you think I'm saying you're a little boy. 
What I'm saying is compared to a, a compared to a disabled veteran retired from the United States with two years of like mental health treatment and three inpatient stays, you are not as developed when it comes to dealing with actual trauma as I might be because I've had to deal with this shit. So there are certain things that I might see I may not respond in a derogatory way because I've matured enough. The maturity is like the way you grasp and retain and apply the wisdom you gain, the positive wisdom. So you're immature. You haven't matured yet. At least there's a hope in that. When I say you're immature, I'm not saying you're doomed. I'm saying you could learn a little more. Because that's the last thing we want to hear, especially as a, as a man, as a black man. Like, I'm immature. Like, like, look, I don't even know what you're talking about, but the way you come in, the way them words sound. Me and Tony be having conversations all the time. Talking about damn man, you remember in 2011? Yeah, bro. Like you know, it's, it's whatever you, you like. Yeah, you, you're yeah. trying to figure out. We have to look. Our fathers didn't do it for us. We had. To we have out. to try to figure out other ways to compute trauma because the other ways before us are fucked up. Yeah, and it's you know what, what it comes down to, bro. What it comes down to, man. Our we had to. We was basically in the jungle, so we just went in there head first. Didn't know, made every mistake. But the difference between us and our ancestors is we learn the tools, right? Keyword, tools. Right. We learn the tools to deal with so that we're not repeating those same mistakes. We probably still make mistakes to this day, but we actively work on tools. Like, I'll call Dom and be like, bro, like, I'm kind of in the middle of, like, ready to snap the fuck off on somebody. He's like, bro, remember, you got this to live for and this to live for. Handle it this way. So then there's like a tool that he's given me of like, okay, boom, this is my, this is the way that I can handle, that I can counteract this, this, what would have been an immature response, now a tool. So people don't need to feel negative or bad because you may handle situations in a bad way, or you may handle them immaturely. Understand you don't have the tools, but you do have to seek the tools. You have to seek the tools for coping. Oh, yeah. So next question I got for you. In what ways have you seen toxic masculinity in women? Oh, you want to go first? Um, well. Because I got, hey, I'm going to tell you like this. LGBT community, get ready, because I'm about to come for y'all. And y'all don't understand how I'm about to come for y'all, but I'm coming, and you have to you have to deal with it. along the way they always found a way to find themselves out 
Wait a minute, you, you telling your mama business? You telling you, you telling mama business? Don't do that. I wasn't. You tell well, my business? Don't do that. Mine's a lady. 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 Don't tell my business like that. I wasn't. I wasn't. Well, <laughs> all right. All right, go ahead. Start it over. Oh, start, it over. Start, start it over. No, I, I, I didn't. My bad. No, I, I, my bad. Start over. Just say, TJ, you didn't say The point I was making in that was that the constant was her. It wasn't them. And so in her having to, to assume more roles than what she was supposed to, her adjustment to it creates the toxicity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to put everything out there like that. No, I'm just bullshit. I'm just bullshit. I'm just bullshit. I could really be his ass, but you know, I. I, 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 I don't give a fuck either way. But you know, I no just, Yeah, it's. But I. But I, I. I appreciated her because she didn't. She didn't stay a victim. Um, you know, of in 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 all of it, she she found a way to 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 understand her role and how it all played out, and 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 made the most of it. At the end of the day, she was the superhero, like Don was talking about earlier. And she, in any struggle, any struggle that there was, I may have seen it, but I didn't. She never allowed herself to fall victim to it. But you know, the the trauma was there. The 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 drama was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people handle it better than others, and 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 in that comes your toxic your toxicity. So I almost you have know, it when, multiple roles, right? Like having we, a whenever roles. Yeah, whenever whenever they whenever they are, are made to 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 figure that definition out on their own because it because of the absence of a of a real definition. Yeah, I think that's. Um, I say I'll, I'll, say, I'll say before Dom goes because I know he got something profound. So I want to give him I want to give him a right amount of space. Now look, <laughs> look, fuck that. I'm gonna tell y'all motherfuckers what I got to fucking say. Go, go. Y'all gonna fucking listen to me. No, let me tell you something. Uh, to y'all lesbian couples, look, just because both of y'all is women. That'll mean y'all can just be beating on each other and that shit ain't domestic abuse. Because y'all motherfuckers as stylish as a motherfucker, y'all pretty, y'all got a lot of benefits to how y'all get out. But stop wanting to fight and bloody each other up, please, because it makes your partners like me nerves bad. Because then I got to come get you. And that's all I got to say. But in terms of outside of the joking shit, um, Toxic masculinity in women. Um, a lot of it is talk my bad. You got the camera to you? I fuck you had that motherfucker when shit could be seen you know, like that. All right, so um, I look at it like the same way we we uh, kind of say and white people say, well, you black people can be racist, and then a black person to say, well, black people can't be racist, right? Because we were the receivers of oppression and then we responded to the oppression. What I feel like we're failing to realize is that underneath our black male oppression, there's like black woman oppression. There's women of, there's like, there's, there's, there's like, if white women have a certain oppression, they may feel, I can't speak for them, they would have to speak on the, for themselves. Just like black women have a certain oppression, they might feel you can't necessarily speak on 
any day you have to let a black woman speak on it. But from what I feel, when you're dealing with a society based on patriarchy and all kind of bullshit, you're the oppressed demographic. So you're responding to being oppressed. So it's one of those things where um, although everybody should treat everybody, you know, the way they should be treated, sometimes, you know, it is good to look at things like that because a person might be exhibiting um, their own, you know, get down, you know what I mean? Some shit you got to respect about their body, you know what I mean? Uh, women got to be taught. My, my little sister, I remember my mom having to tell my little sister, older than she can really even comprehend, about make sure she don't sit on no, no, no man's lap, make sure she don't put her drink down, just, you know, stuff like that, because you're having to be taught how to make sure you don't get raped. Imagine that shit. Mm-hmm. You're being taught that you didn't ask to have a vagina, but for whatever reason, it is the most crazy thing on the planet, and men will take it even if you don't want them to. And you have to be taught as a child, as a, as a, you, a man is asking you to let me be romantic and let me do these things to win your trust. And as a woman in your mind, you've also had to be taught how to not get yourself sexually assaulted and watch your friends come and tell you in high school things happen to them over and over and over again. So I understand why, to me, I feel like some form of chivalry is important or some form of showing yourself humble to at least seeing the influence in a person, seeing the real humanity in a person, respecting that just like Tony is who he is, his wife is a whole gangster. Like her influence is just as strong, if not stronger than his, because that fuels him. Like, and, when, and when we can view women that way, like, the most fertile women on the planet, the Yoruba women, I think that's how you pronounce it. They did a they, they did a whole study. These women have the highest the highest number of twins, like out of every place in the world. These are the most fertile women on the planet, and they're black women. So as a black man, and like if you understood your influence and understood where your influence came from, and understood the source of your influence. And we're going back to saying all humanity came from Africa and the most fertile women on the planet are in Africa. You know what I mean? Like, so if that's what you know you came from, which everybody did, you know, everybody should say that. Anytime you feel a rhythmic pride in your heart to stand up for yourself, that's your motherfucking African pride coming through. Even if you're a white lady, you got African in you. So anytime you feel like you wanted to stand up for something that was Queen Amina beating on a motherfucking jump, after she had then fought her brother to take over the kingdom of, of Zaria and fucking led a, a, a all-woman warrior crew to drive out Britain a couple times and all kind of wild shit, that was that shit inside of you. And if you understand a woman's impl- influence from that regard, then you also understand how nature shows you femininity all the time, how, how it, it should be respected, and how as a man, because of how society is constructed, you have an opportunity to actually selectively empower a strong woman that's already strong already. You can do some fly shit. Tony, you know what I'm talking about. He's shaking his head now. You can find a woman that's a boss already, damn near feminist and everything. Empower that lady the right way, and she will die for you. Man. It's crazy. Best. It'd be the best thing I'm telling you. Life. Africa's called the motherland for a reason. We and was- she got a big booty on the side. You ever seen how she built? So look, I want to say this real quick. I want to go back to that lesbian couples thing because I just have, I got a, um, 
uh, I got some friends who are in a same-sex relationship as well, and there's some domestic violence stuff going on there. And I want to talk about this on another day, but I want to get some other people involved who are in the community. Um, I really think what happens with that, man, is there's, you know, what I would say is a lack of rules of engagement, right? You know, you know mm -hmm. when you're dating a woman, even if that woman come to you and she got a big ass fucking two by four and she finna swing it at you, you know to grab that two by four and you know to hold her arms, sit her down and you walk your ass out the room, right? But dumb, if me and you was on the street and we didn't know each other and I walked at you with that two by four, that's a whole different thing. We, 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 we boxing or other things, right? I think with, with, with same-sex relationships, I think that what we're starting, when we see with that is there's no rules of engagement. If it's two, if it's two homegirls in the room, they slap the shit out of each other, they might get into a little fist fight, it's whatever. Now take that into being into a relationship, right? Two women, I'm mad. So I do what I do to, what I would do to my homegirls, boom. But the, the context is different because we're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that same thing goes on with men where like, I think the rules of engagement it's hard to differentiate that that context, but people don't. They I don't think in the mind goes and says, "Well, this is my partner, and not, you know, my 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 best friend." So then they take on. I, I that's what I would say. They take on, you know, then putting hands on each other. So what we're doing is we're baiting the LGBT community to come and join us. Is what we're doing, ladies. Ladies, all of you who were just microaggressively triggered just now, I did it on purpose because I want y'all to come join us. So if you ain't going to come on here and express your feminine side, then I don't want to hear your negative comments. All I want to hear is positive input and what we can do better to build this dialogue to be more fire. And that's all we want because that's your motherfucking influence. Okay, well, we're going to move on from that one. Um, but yeah, we got <laughs> community come out so we can have these conversations um i mean that's a big thing in the black community as far as acceptance um in the community um why should men not ask women or tell women to smile when they see them first of all that's some stupid ass corny ass shit that make people feel weird fuck you and your motherfucking smile they go back to that patriarchy shit why a woman gotta be a lady all the motherfucking time do you know every month for no reason her vagina bleeds, sir? Maybe she has a fucking cramp. Maybe she's been having a fight. But if she fight, all of a sudden the world going to end because women can't never faint. Man, fuck you and your motherfucking smile, bro. Nobody got to do that shit. That's creepy. And that's like, that's, that's fucking creepy because it's as men, the, the, like, all right. All right, so I, I feel like, all right, the reason why I get pissed off, I got a lot of, I got a lot of women friends. Uh, apparently I learned that you can't say female because that could be triggering. So it's train yourself to try to say woman instead of female because it's specific to human. That's why they prefer woman or however they identify woman, woman friend, boom, who, who, you know, deal with that a lot because they all fine. You know what I mean? And, and it's like sometimes when, when, when a person who is, first of all, not even capable of being as beautiful as you, who, you know what I mean, who should have some respect for you, comes up to you with clearly no other intention but to use his encounter with you like he's scrolling through a motherfucking porn fucking website. Why don't you smile? That ain't nothing but a creepy-ass DM inbox. And y'all niggas is nutty for that shit. And y'all lucky these women don't learn more MMA and, and start kicking y'all in y'all shit. 
It's disrespectful. I was also I was also a kid who grew up with a lot of female friends, lady friends, woman friends. And um so I guess I, I I had I had it in me that if I noticed that my buddy wasn't look wasn't giving off her normal energy, instead of telling her to smile, I would ask her what the hell is wrong. And because I had that relationship with her, she would tell me. And because I care for her, I'm going to make her smile because I care for her, not because, you know, I I want to feel like I'm a man and I can you know, swing my penis around because I made you smile. Nah, man. No, like I, no, I value you as a human. You know, I care about you. I want you to smile. I see you don't have joy. What's up? Let's get to the bottom of it. What? 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 What he said? What he done? What he done did? Now, you know, like it's it's all. There's always something. You know, like you, you like like you said. You know, you 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 hurt and you, you, you uh, uh, there's always it's, there's always something. But instead of trying to usurp control and authority as a man, you 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 we just gotta care. Mm-hmm. And I think we just, like I, I call it like I said I call it peacocking. You know, folk folk wanna you know spread they they feathers and look all bad and you know just act like they just all that. Nah, man, you ain't gotta do all that. Clarify one more thing. Look, I'm sorry. Look, I had to calm down, y'all. I apologize. <laughs> but see, I'll be getting pissed off because I don't like to feel. Like people being victimized and shit to do something to me, but so I'm gonna just teach a different practice. Maybe what you don't understand is when you tell a woman to smile, what you're telling her is whatever's on her face is making you uncomfortable, so she needs to exhibit something else, regardless of how she feels, and that is weird. And if you told me, if, if a dude told you something like that, you'd be saying you you don't respect his mind. You know what I mean? Like so. Like, you know what I mean? Like, women is gangsters, too. Women women got, you know, principles and shit, and they don't, they don't like to be played with either. So if you look at it from that standpoint, it's like, man, fuck you. The person might really have a bad day. So instead, your dialogue can be different. Your or dialogue can instead is different. Or it don't even matter the bad day. That's the thing we got to really get off right, of. Right, right. It, it don't matter anyway. It's like, but if, if, if you're talking about a situation where, for whatever reason, the opportunity presents itself for you to speak to that person. I would probably pick something better than that. I I I, I would I I'd probably offer assistance. May I help you? Are you okay? Are you good? Boom boom boom. Excuse me. Good morning. Something. Boom boom boom. And go on, bro. Or just leave a person the fuck alone. That's the other part. Or you could just see that lady right there. Think to yourself. Damn, she finds a mother. That lady don't want to be bothered. I'm gonna buy my fucking dick. Leave that lady the fuck alone. And what it come down to, bro, what it come down to is they don't even be, I think what it come down to, they don't be knowing what to say. So that'd be just some lamest shit that they come up with. We got to think about the humanity of that shit, man. Like, bro, come on. How many of us, how many of us go to the store, whether you're going to get a fucking soda or cold drink, sorry. You're going to get a cold drink or you're going to get a fucking blunt wrap. That's why I know the patois, yeah. But you come with my shit, I almost blocked it. Ain't pop you ain't gonna get a shrimp on. <laughs> they but don't look. pop nothing but they pussy down here. They guns, they pop them. But look, and they But think about that shit. If you, that's what you want to do as a dude. You want to be like, hey, bro, you need to smile. Hey, bro, like you, like, you having a bad day? Like, nah, leave me the fuck alone. Like, like, and what you said down was so clear, like so clear. It really highlights the insecurity. Whatever you're feeling. 
are giving off is making me uncomfortable. So change your behavior because I'm now uncomfortable. Motherfucker, who the fuck are you? Like for real. Exactly. Like she don't know fuck you my nobody. Fuck. Man, whip. Hey, look, just watch how you say that shit, cause motherfuckers take that the wrong way. But I understand why motherfuckers say shit like that. When women be having all kind of cutthroat ass shit to say to a nigga. Not that I like it. It's, it's not right. It's inappropriate. I'm going to say that. Let's put a disclaimer. It's not okay to exhibit that type of shit. But sometimes you want to tell me, man, man, fuck, fuck my ass. You know? Yeah. It, it, Whatever. I'll, 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 I'll do it one further. I'll do it one further. One if further. I'll, I'll take it one step further. If, if a brother came up to you and told you that, what would, what would be the assumption of that brother that you would make? For real, we can we can we can we can move on on that, but I, cause I I was opening that door, cause see look I'm I'm comfortable asking to do that, cause I don't care. Like I I I, I sit back sometimes and 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 see the things that that some of, of my male counterparts do, and it pisses me off because it gives some of us good people out there a bad name. Not all of us are out here trying to put our penis in everything. Nah. I'd love to see it like a social experiment. You know what I mean? Like, you can walk up to a bunch yeah, of Yeah, like one of them YouTube videos. Like, just walk up to random dudes and be like, we hey, should man. do that shit. Let a nigga be drinking his water. That should be creepy. Imagine you drinking your water and somebody can walk in, man, I sure wish I was that water bottle. You're like, man, <laughs> dog, fuck, bro. Me. Dudes would tweak the fuck out if, if a dude walked up. Why aren't you smiling? Man, that, wa- yeah, I yeah. that water. You know, folk, folk, folks' masculinity be, be threatened as hell, but that's, that's a whole other We're not talking about that right now, Tony. We're not. Yeah, we ain't doing it. See, what Tony did is Tony got that. See, Tony, Tony, trying to, trying to, Tony trying to be up there with like MC Shades. Tony, Tony really messy. Tony, Tony got a podcast on there. It's going down. We, we, we going straight to the top, super platinum. It's a podcast on plus. I'm bullshit. No, it's not. <laughs> well, look, here we go. This what this was kind of inspired by you. Actually, no, it is inspired by you, Dom. Um, um, I'm gonna ask the question this way. You guys take it to whatever level you want to take it to. If your best friend put his hands on his partner. Could you still be friends with him? Hell no. That's me we talking about. Fuck no. Is there any you can't do that shit? Just, just, but like, let's explore this. Let's 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 dig deeper into this, right? Like, there's, now there's, 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 there's another layer, but I'm gonna let Tony ride it to that. No, no, no. Go, you go, you there's go. Another layer. There. What's the layer? I, I've had, I, I've had, I've had, I've had, I've had both, 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 uh, uh, heterosexual and same-sex couple domestic issues to deal with. And and he, I'll tell you what, once your once once whoever it is, you know, takes that step of putting their hands on somebody on, on that partner, you see you immediately see them differently. Because before that, you know, in being my breath well, see, I'm I don't see myself as the type of person that would do that. And so I don't think my best friend is either. But Whenever they do that, you see them differently. It's like, well, dang. I, I feel like I, you almost feel like you didn't even know them. You know, like I, 
I, I, I tell you what, though, when, whenever my best friend told me that his, uh, uh, nah, I, I can't do that. Um, whenever, whenever those situations happen, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to send, send whoever it was off the face of the earth. I wanted to end them. You know, you, you just react that way. And so if it's your friend, I feel like I would feel the same way. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Um, this is how I feel. Look, domestic violence is not appropriate in no kind of way to me. Um, there are people who have had domestic violence in their relationship and they've gone through proper therapy or worked out it, worked like like worked it out, got through whatever they've gone through, and I applaud those people too for trying to stick through it. However, I'm not the kind of partner that's gonna let we got these things and Tony could put the little things right here. We got shit like accountability partners and all kind of things, you know what I'm saying? Where because of our position in each other's lives, our responsibility is to hold each other accountable even when other people aren't. So I'm going to tell you something. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, it's just how it is because I'm your partner. Now, if you can't handle what I'm telling you, then now I have to disassociate myself because I can't be truthful to you. But it's not me getting rid of you. Is me knowing you can't handle what I'm giving you at the moment. And that boy had to get up and go Pentecostal shout around and play. Mm, yeah, church finger and all that. Yeah, well, he didn't have he having church. That boy Tony having church. He had to get up and shout. <laughs> no, man, you look. Men must hold each other accountable. So what I'm hearing from you is you're saying basically, if it's a situation where homeboy fucked up real bad, but he's willing to hear and make the proper make the proper steps to change that shit, then there's maybe a chance that the relationship could be salvaged. But if it's not that, the homeboy, we not even operating on the same wavelength. But that's the kind of point is like, bro, we not holding each other to these standards, right? When you sit with that accountability partner, we not holding each other to these standards. Because there's so many men who just like, well, you know what I mean? That's their personal business. Let me not get involved. But you be involved in all kind of other parts of their personal business. But when it comes to that shit that's you know, uh, dicey, you know what I mean? Then you all of a sudden like, bro, look, because what it comes down to is you know that you don't think it's right, but you are too afraid to have to take that stance, right? You're really too afraid of it. Like, I, I'll be honest, my toxic bullshit, I had the same thing when Megan Thee Stallion was, 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 was shot. I was like, well, you know, maybe something else happened. Maybe this happened. Like, I was doing that same old toxic bullshit in my head because I was raised by a bunch of toxic-ass men. I had to really sit and do some soul searching and be like, hold up, bro. You really got to change. You really got to reconfigure the way that you even approaching this. Cause even if you think there's a gray area, there's a time and a place for the shit that you got to say. And right. sometimes some shit is better left unsaid. If it's gonna then promote this negative ass uh, mentality and perpetuate something mm -hmm. negative. Um, it's kind of like when Brother Shaq yesterday was talking about the conditions of love. Um, people put a condition on the deserving of Megan Thee Stallion to be shy. Right. He popped off. He got a big old mouth. Blah, 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 blah. Woo -woo. Oh, I understand how she got shy. That's, what, that's where they will get to. There's a condition. And if we love black women like we say we do, can't really have conditions like that. Wow. Um, that's what I feel. 
right. If I'm talking to my nephew, he done shot his girlfriend in the foot. Right. And I know her, his girlfriend would be a little quote-unquote loud mouth. And I mean that in an endearing way. Black women come in all different types, shapes, volumes, and all of that. It's just how it is. You, you wasn't saying that when you was fucking or you was dealing with her or you was whatever, so I don't want to hear it. Come with it. Leave her alone and just can't fuck with it. You are known for shooting a lady in the foot. <laughs> like, dog, no, like. Two. You five foot two. You, you. I don't know the details or whatever. All I know is at the moment, that's what, that's what Tory Lane, that's when you hear Hit Tory Lanez did put out a, 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 an album that I didn't even want to mention, really, because I'm not really whatever, but Tory Lanez is a musical genius who right now is known for reenacting a Hall of Night scene in real life. And you know what that, that it really just, it, it, it just ruins the whole vibe. It just It's a vibe. It, it's stupid. And then on top of that, that's a human being. That's a very valuable, important black woman. Mm-hmm. And your pride got so whatever. I don't see. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see the situation where I I could ever be that angry at a black woman to where I'm going to hit her, let alone shoot her in the. You know what I mean? In the foot. Like, what, is she shooting at me? Man, she. You know what the, the hell? She could have had the car. I'd have got, man, listen, if I'm caked up like that, she could have had the car. I'd have went. I'd have yeah, man, she's tripping. Go ahead and get the fuck on. I would have went to the I would have went to the to the to the lobby of my hotel <laughs> and picked up some picked up some some random whatever whatever toxic shit you got to do to not get that motherfucking abusive or toxic like man don't that's some crazy ass shit. Shout out to Mary Sally, you fine, I lady fine. And I I don't have. I'll tell you what I I doubt I doubt he was sober. That ain't oh, no and and I guess that's another that's a that's another layer of it because substances make our decision making poorer. Mm-hmm. But you know, no. But the, but if you if if you're willing to do it drunk, you're probably willing to do it sober. You know what's so crazy about the Tory Lane situation is more that I really thought about it and as things came out, like it sounds like a motherfucking like. It sounds like a gossip blog or like some fantasy shit. Don't sound real, but you know what it is like when you know, when you know that 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 mentality that some of us have when it comes to this toxic bullshit. I'm like, I could see a nigga being in the car, and I'm not laughing at that, but I'm laughing at the idea that that's where you where you took it. Being in the car, like man, my shit is so like, and she probably talked pop big shit to him, and then he wanted to come back he probably popping back at her she get out the car he like fuck it i don't got so played dance bitch boom boom like I, i'm telling you i can see that shit even though it sounds like a like shit out of a fucking movie because it is out of a movie on that note Italian, now she about to flip that shit and she about to make she gonna make half a billion dollars now she about to make some makeup and shit she about to rihanna this shit the fuck up she gonna clap all her fucking booty cheeks the whole time she's doing therapy and she's gonna come out the lady strong. She a fucking athlete. That lady's a fucking athlete. You see that lady made? That lady ain't built like no regular lady, man. That lady. She just got shot in the foot and she was on Saturday Night Live two weeks ago. Man, that lady about to get on here and make a fucking album. It's about to be pussy popping everywhere, all kind of shit. She gonna still talk that same gutter ass, gangsta ass shit. A couple of 
couple like a vulnerable tracks and then like really get back to that to that like boss shit she be talking it's gonna be crazy and, and, the, and the crazy thing about it tony through all of that her first reaction was to protect him yeah yeah Tory Lanez does not deserve her you know like we don't some of us don't deserve the black men, the black women we were blessed with. I mean. Tory Lanez doesn't deserve anything at this point. Like, and and I mean the fact that, it, to me, if he would have came out and gave a great, like, would have gave a a statement, not even saying he was guilty or whatever, but just a statement, and then let the proceedings go the way they're supposed to go. Okay, that would have been cool. But you came out with an album, bro. That is the most audacious shit. Like, that's the shit that I've been, like, this is, like, where I, I personally believe force meets force, right? Like, I don't want, if I ever leave this earth, I don't want my wife on the damn TV talking about some Tony piece. No, I want somebody ass whooped. I want somebody put somewhere else. That's the type of shit that, like, you need your ass whooped for that. Like, a whole, like, wet his ass up and spank him with a, motherfuck with a motherfucking belt ass whooping. Like, grown-ass men do it to him. You know what I mean? But but it's I don't even see it as like an album. I see it as more as like a diss track. It's disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I don't want to talk too much into it. Yeah, I'm definitely that level of because the other part about it is you know, like he on some whole shit. All right, let's shout out to Mega Star. You know, that lady fine. She about to come shake all her booty. She about to do all kind of shit. She gonna make the strippers get money. Everybody makes it. To Mega Stallion. Pray for your healing. Black women can't live. You're doing everything absolutely right, and it's fucked up that that actually happened to you. Um, let's go ahead and transition topics here. Um, we're going to get into some more current events. I don't know if y'all saw this, but, you know, Jeannie Mai, um, she's on The Real, if I'm not mistaken. She's uh, young Jeezy's fiance, about to be wife. She got, in, she got a little controversy because she says that when she gets married, she wants to submit to her husband. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, went on and clarified some of these things and said by submit she means that she has been a boss chick her whole life has all this stuff to do that when she when it comes to her home she don't want to always be the boss chick and make all the decisions she's looking forward to her husband making decisions and then um her following suit because she knows and believes in him as her husband do y'all find anything wrong with that statement that i want to submit to my husband would you want somebody to submit to you Let's talk about it. Um, first of all, I feel like if people look at that lady and try to use any type of prejudice, but I understand who that lady really is, you got her fucked up if you don't think that's a boss ass chick. That ain't that ain't that ain't, that ain't no weak ass woman. You know what I'm saying? So don't look at it like he didn't took the easy route. You know what I mean? And, and nah, that lady's a boss, man. That lady's a businesswoman. You know what I'm saying? So it's what she's saying that you know jeezy luckily got himself out of oppressive states and out of all these things to get to a point where he reached the level where he could get some emotional maturity as a man where he can get to a point where he's experienced more of the world in a in a positive way where he's still jeezy but he's able to be more of a sound thinking man as a husband for a strong ass woman like who, who the lady is so she's saying in this context, with the man she has now, Keisha Cole tried to propose to Jeezy. 
Sure did. Right. That's, that, the, only, the only reason I can see a person having a problem with that is out of envy. Because as a woman, maybe you just haven't met a man that will make you feel that way. And then as a man, maybe you're not emotionally to a level where you've ever had a woman feel that way about you. You know what I'm saying? But we should all work to 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 be at a point where a woman can be that strong within herself and be comfortable with she's submitting to the to the to the get down. She's not submitting to you the person. She's submitting to the position that you hold well. Mm. He's earned it. You're saying babe, he's earned it. He's showing that 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 is something that she can trust him to hold. Yeah, I don't uh, to be honest with you, I don't I don't I don't think Jeezy would be able to be as comfortable doing stupid shit as Kanye is allowed to be comfortable with Kim. I don't think you could do that shit with 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 Jay. I don't I don't think you can be able to do that one. I feel like she going to fucking leave or tell you something about yourself and make it known that you fucking doing goofy ass shit instead of just letting you continue to destroy yourself. I don't I don't, I don't know personal, but I do know mental health and I do know bipolarism and shit when I see it. All right, so what you guys are saying is, okay, this is a case-by-case -case situation. We're looking too much at semantics, right? We're looking at the word. She said submit to her husband, and we're living in this society now where it's like, um, what, what is that going to tell other women? But you're saying this is based off a woman who knows her man, who already mm -hmm. handles all her business, has this trust in him and saying, look, I want to take this off, right? I'll tell you, like, like, the only problem I, I personally had with it was the word, the word submit. And the only reason why I have a problem with the word submit is because, yeah, I get what she's saying, but she talking to a bunch of motherfucking goofies too at the end of the day, who there's some nigga out there who, right. he go, who's saying, I want my woman to submit to me and he ain't paying a bill. He not showing the fortitude to be there as a man. So that's the only right. thing. The use of word is hard, but no, no, go ahead, finish your thought. Go ahead. Um, at the same time, is that is a relationship. If you are, if you are, um, I can understand as a woman who's handling all her business and doing all this boss shit, then when it comes down to the house and when she's like, oh, um, are we getting a security system? She don't want to have to go and like, are we getting a security system? She don't want to have to sit there and say, okay, how are our kids being raised? Like she's okay with somebody else being like, let me set these parameters, do this legwork and you follow the legwork, right? We do rise of the Kings. I take care of the legwork so the group can flourish. Cause that's what I like to do, right? Not everybody wants to do the legwork. In my household, my wife is the manager of everything in-house. So what that means is if she wants to feed our daughter cream of wheat, I can't say nothing about it because it's her domain to, to, to do everything that's in-house. And that's not saying home domestic stuff. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying anything that pertains to stuff that we do in this house and for our well-being. If she says we need to do um, uh, all non-chemical shit, then that's what we do. Because what we used to do is we used to get in arguments. We used to get in arguments because I used to sit there and be like, oh, you want to give her cream of wheat? I want to give her Quaker Oats. And so I'd be sitting there bickering and battling with her over some shit that's like, I don't even know because she does the research on this stuff. She does the research on nutrition. So I'm arguing her just to be arguing with her. So my role is everything out of the house. If I say to her, all right, we need this kind of car seat because it's safer. She knows that I'm doing all the research to make sure that that is the proper thing. And we've learned to not try to trump each other 
in these things. And whatever she says goes, it's anything pertaining to in-house, whatever I says go pertains to outhouse. And that's our way of submitting to each other. I, the way I understand things is logically. So when the word, when, when, you, when you said this, I immediately went to look up the word submit. To accept or yield to the authority or will of another person. I think of the word yield. The nigga said he looked the shit up while Tony was motherfucking talking. The nigga was beating. Come on, let him talk. Let him talk. <laughs> but you know, I think of yield on the side on the side of the road. It means uh, it, it means that I could go, but I don't have the right of way. So I'm going to allow you to go because if we both go at the same time, we're gonna hit each other. And what you just mentioned. In, 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 in your marriage is the fact that in 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 a in the way y'all synergy is y'all you two willingly know how to yield unto one another right to 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 and 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 the successful yielding of each other makes it work yes and and Jeannie Nye would not have said that she is willing to yield to Jeezy if Jeezy didn't prove himself willing to be yielded to. And the problem is, you got men out here who aren't worthy of being submitted to. But, you know, that, that wasn't your question. Mm -hmm. um, yes, people are being caught up in, in the semantics of, of, of the word, yeah. but if you're, if, if, you, if you're, like, you know, with with this group, we 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 sub, we submit to the, the 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 structure that is that is that is laid out, right? And because it it just, it just makes it work, you know. We don't we don't follow the guidelines. We just gonna be you know it'll it'll sound all right, but you know at the end of the day it'll be a bunch of rambling, you know. We we have to have order. We have to have structure, you know. But but on top of that, the point I was making is you. You have proven yourself, bro, worthy of being yielded to. So we, so we don't mind yielding to you, and 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 that's that. And and I think that's true in any type of submission circumstance. Mm -hmm. But folk get all tight about it because they 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 just folk folk want to be submitted to because of patriarchy. They're a man and they think they deserve it. Nah, no. If you put if you if uh, let's nah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, man. There, there, there is, there's scripture, there's scripture, huh? There's scripture that talks about, you know, husbands and wives and submission and all of that. You know, the, the same, the same is true. If the husband isn't honorable and worthy, what makes you think the wife is going to want to submit or submit anyway? It doesn't work unless you prove yourself worthy of being submitted to. That's, that, that, that's a whole bunch of stuff. We can talk about that yeah. in more detail well, I mean, on another part of this day. Is there has to be some. There has to be some self-reflection that goes on. Again, yeah, like, you, you know, I'm sure you, I'm sure you and Mrs. Wilson. You know, I'm not in y'all's business, but I, I see how I see the synergy between the two of y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all work because you know, in in the struggle of marriage, y'all found ways, like I said, to yield unto one another. You know, you you know it, what what places of authority she thrives, and you know where you gotta be. You know the the head honcho on this one, and you know and 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 the, the 
the the thing about it is, you know, when 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 she when she knows it, it's your realm, she will enable you and push you. And in her realm, you enable her and push her because you know. But that only comes from submission and yielding. You you have accepted this and, and you know this works. But you know, like there's a whole bunch of said. there's a whole bunch of stigma with submission and you know. I like what you just said because I like what you just said because like that it's like the enable and pushing because there are times where let's say she let's say she slacks on something right and it's in her realm like I'm on her ass about it like look it's you it's you you got to be on that and the same thing with me she got to tell me dog you slipping can't believe you didn't see that you got to do better next time right so it's still it's almost too it's like it's not even it's not being even disrespectful and saying, well, okay, you made this mistake. I'm gonna it's take it. It's reminding this. you of your influence. Yes. It's I'm reminding not... you that but when... go ahead, go ahead. Man, I feel like that goes back to when we started with how to, how do you know you're human? You know you're human by understanding your influence on the things around you. So when that person is reminding you, hey, you slipping, I'm reminding you that you're of a high quality, whereas Prior to, prior to being able to understand the value of, of having that input, male product teach you to take that the wrong way. you telling me what to do. Right. When really that person is surprised that you didn't know it. Like, this is you. This is what you do. Like, you and know, like, if there was ever, like, a calendar thing that was missed, we'd all be like, the fuck, is Tony sick? Like, the fuck? Like, he doesn't miss calendar things like it just sounds weird like it's like what the hell is wrong with you it's also too it's done in a way of love right because what we don't always do is we don't operate from a place of love we operate from a place of trying to always one-up each other or take something away from each other so a negative effect could have been if i was slipping in an area she didn't say well you messed up today so i'm gonna take this over from now on because you can't handle it that doesn't happen mm. what happens is hey dog you're slipping you can do better Step up your game. How do you need my support to help you? Is there anything I can do to help you better? Hey, bro, see that right there? Make sure you pinpoint that again. That right there is a key. The dialogue means so much. The way you say, this is what it is. They have a lot of people, and it comes to the maturity. You got a lot of people that say, I'm blunt. I just say it like this. And people, what you are is a person who doesn't understand how to say things where people can grasp it. So you're, you know, so it's like, when, when you learn the, your partner, when you learn your partners or whoever, and I know there's a certain way that I can communicate to each of my partners different. You know what I mean? Like, I can be way more abrasive talking to Tony than I can be to anybody. Because mm -hmm. we get down like that. Like, Tony can take, I already know you can take criticism to the face harder than anybody. You'll beat yourself up about it afterwards. But you'll sit there with that face right there. <laughs> and be like, okay, <laughs> and, and deal with yeah, and, and and deal with it later. Like, but you ain't gonna. And I know that, but you know, it's just when you when you learn how to deal with people, you learn what motivates them. Some of us are motivated by different things, and when you really learn that, it all goes into place. Like, bro, I'm gonna tell you, like, we 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 started some crap together. But the reason why I would always be like, bro, what's up with you on, on the schedule shit is because if you don't schedule it, I can't function. Right. Because I don't schedule it. I am, I, I am a random hurricane. Mm -hmm. 
I just happened. Yeah. And like, that's the thing about it is like, it's, it's a, um, I mean, TJ said it best, you know, there, there is yielding. There's yield to make any union work. We all work because there's yielding. I know that TJ is the philosopher. He's the preacher's son, right? So I know I'm not going to get as much talk time because we got to let the philosopher, we got to let him go. No, that's real though. Dom, yeah. Dom is the artist. He's the character, right? So we got to always have room for that. We also got to have structures in place to kind of reel, reel that in so we get the best of that. <laughs> but And that's you. <laughs> but I'm the organizer, right? I love organizing. I wake up organizing shit. You know what I mean? Like it's but see, everybody has to yield in order to make the union work the way. And guess what? Everybody can't drive the damn ship. Some people need to motherfucking like some people need to need need to be the servicemen on the ship. John, you know this. You was in the military. You know all the facts. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna tell you like this. The reason why it was always good for everybody to handle their own portion is because if I have to do it, I'm going to drive the fuck out of it. Like, I'm going to be a tyrant that day because I don't know the process. I'm used to it being done based on, you know, who, who we got in place. So as soon as things are, as soon as things are out of place, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to complete it. But we're going to complete it down way today. And that's a motherfucker. Like, you got to calm me down, reel me in. I'm on four, five blunts. I'm in that bitch. Hey, hey, somebody wake the fuck. Tony will tell you. I, I will text Tony a fucking message at three in the morning. Like, I am awake. Like, yo, this shit going to work. Like, mm -hmm. shit like that. I'm like that. So that motivates Tony to be like, if Tony knows how to, to me. I'm going to have it set where all you got to just boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Good. Yep. But that's how we work. I need a I look, I, I appreciate, man, I appreciate y'all, man. This has been a fucking amazing podcast. I'm excited to continue this journey. Um, beauties and gents, uh, Rise of the Kings, if you want to join us, uh, we will have the info in this video if you want to join us and understand how we get down with our Zoom meetings every, uh, usually every Wednesday at five o'clock. Um, we have a really cool life coach that works with us, um, really getting deep and down into these issues within the Black community. Like we said, um, then we shoot the podcast as well. Um, thank y'all for supporting us. Uh, we really appreciate you. Everybody sign off. Peace out. Well, uh, fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. Holler at you play when you see me. We bring it back to the original hip hop in the city. <laughs>